Hey everybody, welcome to a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel. A quick shot is where I try to explain a technical topic or a thought uh, related to re uh, leadership, business, finance, something along those lines to help you with your business. Remember, Martinis with Scott is a show about winning momentum in life and in business, and that's what these technical topics are about. I try to do that in somewhere in the range of five to 10 minutes. I used to say five minutes or less, but that didn't ever work out for me. So uh, I've, I've uh, changed the rules. So here we are. So today we're gonna to talk about the habit loop and how that relates to your business. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, Scott, the habit loop is a personal thing. Well, I'm here to tell you, you need to understand it to affect change and culture um, and to improve your business as well. Let's review what it is that a personal, uh, in your personal life, personal habits, you can look this up in any habit book, self-help book. You're always going to see the same thing, maybe with some different words. Cue, routine, reward brings you back to cue. That's the loop. Cue, routine, reward. Let me give an example. I'll use one from my life. If, you've, uh, if you're a young professional, I know we have young professionals, even finance students that listen to this show a lot, both in the U.S. Uh, and in Canada. If you're going to head out to the investment banking world, corporate finance, uh, even the accounting firms or, or the legal side is the same. You're going to experience this and you need to watch out for it. And this is why I know this so well. The cue is you've been in your office all day and it's 4 to 5 uh, p.m. And you're getting a little low on energy because you haven't been eating well and you're not sleeping, obviously, because you're a young professional. You're stressed. Same reasons. You have no life balance, work-life balance, right? And because of that, you have really no human relationships. You're not spending time with your family. You don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And if you do, you're not spending enough time with them. Um, and so you're not having any fun in your life. And so this is the cue. The cue is around four or five. I'm starting to get a little tired. Um, or you as a professional, young professional, you start to get a little tired. You're not uh, performing well. You're a little stressed. You're just like, oh, I'm kind of dead. I love my job, but I'm kind of dead at the moment. What's the routine? Meet at the bar for drinks. There's a reason this show is called Martinis with Scott. You meet at the bar for drinks, you go for a bunch of martinis for a couple of hours, and then what do you do? Well, you go back to work after, and you, you know, so you leave around five, you have a couple of drinks, you're up by seven, 7.30, maybe you have some snacks, and you go back to work till midnight, two in the morning, sort of whatever your, your gig is there. And uh, that's your routine. What's your reward? What do you get out of that? Well. You had some drinks, so you get a sugar rush, so that means you got some short-term energy, makes you feel a little better. You've had some fun because you like your buddies that you're out drinking with. You had a good conversation. Uh, you have a sense of belonging because even if you work in different firms, you're all from the same street. So I grew up in the, on Bay Street, right? It doesn't matter if you're on Wall Street or in Midtown or you know somewhere in downtown Miami or in LA, wherever you are, it's the same deal. You, you've got a bunch of peers, uh, uh, and and uh, people below you, people ahead of you, but a bunch of peers, and you have a sense of belonging with them. You're sharing more stories. You're you're shooting the shit, so to speak. And here's a big one: is you get to call it work. You get to say, "Yeah, I'm working. I'm out having drinks with these guys. It's really important." I'm looking at my watch because I've been drinking with them for an hour in my hypothetical story. I'm out drinking with these guys. It's really important. And, and if I don't drink with them, I'm missing out. You have a tremendous sense. This was a big one for me. A tremendous, tremendous sense of missing out on what's going on in your world on the street that you happen to be trying to uh, be successful on. If you don't do this, you feel like you're missing out, which by the way, for you young professionals is complete crap. You're not missing out on anything. 
All right. So that's what you do about it. Here, the routine is what you do about it. You grow up for drinks. There's reward you get, which you know dealt with the cues of not having not having a group to belong to, not having any fun, getting tired towards uh, the uh, late afternoon. And so the reward makes you feel good. So next time it's reinforced. Next time you have those same cues, which by the way is tomorrow, um, you, had a, you had a system that dealt with that and it creates this habit loop, okay? Makes sense? That's what it is. Now, is how do you change that habit loop? What if you wanna break that? What if you don't wanna be a 40 year old drunk making lots of money but doing inappropriate things and becoming unhealthy that was always my biggest fear in my 20s how do you change that well one way you've always read this you've heard about people you know if you're addicted to drugs if you're addicted to alcohol uh other substance abuse one way to deal with that is to get rid of the cue that's why they tell you don't hang out with those friends anymore right hang out with a different group get rid of the cue now it doesn't trigger this whole habit um change your friends you're good to go more likely, or change the routine, but have a different reward, but have the same or equal reward. In other words, try to find another routine apart from going for martinis with your buddies that provides you with some energy, provides you with some fun, provides you with a sense of belonging, and it doesn't make you feel like you're missing out on work. Okay, so, and those are your only two options. Change the cue, change the routine with an equal or better reward, okay? And so, what would that? What would changing the routine be? Well, we changed the the queue. Uh, COVID changed the queue. Nobody's going out for drinks anymore. Nobody's beating up at the the bars on Bay Street or in Midtown for martinis, really. So we started doing Zoom drinks, me and my buddies, uh, when this happened, and you know that lasted. We were doing it once a week, and it lasted maybe four or five weeks, and then it just kind of got boring, and we stopped. And it just kind of fizzled out. But it bridged that gap for us. It gave us the fun and the belonging, and it gave us all of these rewards. Um, we drank a lot less. You know, I'd have you know one martini instead of four at the bar, and so that was interesting how we changed that cue. But it wasn't the same as being together, and the whole thing just kind of fell apart because COVID took over, and that broke the whole cue. By the way, we're not in the office at four or five. That's a big part of why it broke the cue. You could replace drinks with exercise or sport, particularly, you know, going out for a jog for yourself may not be the answer, but if you're looking for that belonging, but you could join a gym, you could join a sports uh, league of some sort. See how I'm doing my timing here. Uh, you could join a sport league of some sort. And um, sorry, my phone's not logging in, so I have no idea how much time we've been. You could get into a relationship and take that serious with a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, your family, your kids, changes your routine, gives you similar similar rewards. Now, how is that relevant? So that's personal. How is that relevant to a business? Well, I'm here to tell you that if you wanna change behavior within your business, within your company, within your organization, you need to understand this habit loop because it's the exact same with a business. And the habit in a business is, if by another word, in a business is process, uh, it's procedures, it's systems, it's how your company, your, your employees as a group, individually and as a group, it's how they react to a trigger or a cue. And those procedures, systems and policies, uh, uh, processes, they exist whether you tell them or uh, the employees what to do or not, whether you write them down or not, whether you teach them how to react to these triggers or not, these exist because the habit loop is real and it exists. So in a business, I like to think of it as a trigger, which is just a cue. 
Okay, and I'm gonna give you an example here. So I worked on a company turnaround where the trigger that I identified is the production line shut down. You know, we we're supposed to make 100 widgets today and about 60 widgets in, we shut down. Why would we shut down? Could have been a labor shortage, could have been a material shortage, could have been a maintenance issue, could have been bad planning, could have been a million things, okay, but we shut down. What was the response of this of the employees in this troubled business? They would hide, hide, and they would blame each other. In other words, hide, I mean literally hide, go off and clean up the floor or do something else as a laborer, instead of sitting there trying, standing there and trying to figure out the problem with your teammates, they would blame others. The materials guy didn't bring the materials. No one told me from scheduling that I was supposed to bring the materials. Scheduling didn't know from uh, from uh, marketing what needed to be done that day, and so they did their best. And also, they didn't know what pure materials existed, so they just scheduled what they thought they were going to. It just becomes a circular issue where they blame others. What is the reward? Well, nobody gets fired, and nobody gets reprimanded. All right, so you don't get because it's a big deal when the production plant shuts down. That production plant shuts down, ownership is going to lose fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars out of their pocket. Okay, that day that day. So you don't get reprimanded, you don't get fired. That's the reward by hiding and blaming others. You feel pretty good. I didn't get reprimanded. I didn't get fired. Next time the plant shuts down, you go through the same process. Okay. So the same habit loop exists in companies as it does in the personal life. Except here's a, here's a thing. You can't change the trigger. You can't say, well, I'm just going to get away from those guys who, who bother me right? If, if you've got substance abuse, um, they don't really bother me, but they, they're a bad influence. Well, you can't say, I, I'm just going to pretend that my plant shutting down is on a trigger. You can't change the trigger. So what else can you do? Well, you got to focus on a new response, a new routine that generates the same or better reward. So what did I do? I turned this into an opportunity. Plant shuts down, that's an opportunity. What do you mean an opportunity? It's an opportunity for the employees to say, not hide or blame each other, but to literally, through a process that was formalized, say, here's why it shut down, here was the cause of it, and here's what I can do with either alone or with my, my teammates to fix that problem so it doesn't happen again, okay? And when they do that, not only were they not fired and they were not reprimanded, but we had team meetings once a week where we clapped hands for them. They got a, you know, a $25 gift certificate, um, I think at a food store, okay? Um, or like something, I forget what it was for, but they got a reward. So it was an even, like a literal uh, gift card reward, which was even better than what they were getting before, which made them feel good. All of a sudden, this disastrous thing of the plant shutting down became an opportunity for them to, to be heroes, right? Literally, to come up with a solution, to get the solution implemented, and to be recognized for it, and, and to get some extra payment. Um, and, and, and this works like a charm. If you wanna change culture, if you wanna change your business, you have two choices. One is you can sit there every single day with a list of 800 things and say to people, do this, not that, do this, not that, which is, which is like telling you, you need to stop drinking. You need to stop drinking. You need to stop drinking. Is that going to work? Maybe, maybe it'll eventually work. But what you really need to do is break the habit loop and you need to break the, I call it empowering the employees, but your way to do that, change the response, give uh, the routine, give an equal, uh, or even better reward. Here's how I turned a negative to a positive 
and it was tremendously successful. What else did I have on this one? I think, Chase Behar, did that create new response? Yep, that's it. I've covered everything. You understand this, you're gonna be able to affect change and you're gonna be able to change culture. Thank you for listening. Been a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel.